Hello. Discover the answer to life's most perplexing questions. Gain insight for your journey and discover how to use your pain to launch your purpose as you listen to Beauty for Ashes, a podcast with Adrian Mayfield. That's right. I asked it. Are you an addict? Now, before you get crazy, I know sometimes we think, oh, addict. No, I'm not an addict. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not a drug addict. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're not an addict. Sometimes we look we look at people who are in prison or probation who got in trouble and we think, oh, they're in prison. They're all bound. But there's a lot of us who proclaim to be free but who are really living bound. So are you an addict? That's something you got to look at. And to really answer that question, we might need to have a conversation with your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotion. Your mind is how you think and process your intellect, right? Your will is how you make decisions about things, what you do. And, right, your mind, your will, your intellect. So, what's your soul saying? Is your soul saying you're really free? Is your soul saying that you're really woke? Are you even self-aware enough to know what your soul is saying? Are you okay? Do you have healthy coping mechanisms? Something happens that you can't really deal with or you wish hadn't happened? How do you deal with it? How do you cope? Do you get involved in unhealthy behaviors, unhealthy activities that just kind of mask the pain for a while? Maybe you are an addict. That's what we're talking about today. Because sometimes we can go through traumas, and trauma is not just, sometimes people think of trauma as like a bad car accident. But trauma is anytime something unexpected happens in your life that you're forced to deal with that you wouldn't necessarily have chosen to to deal with. That's what a trauma. Trauma can be losing a job. Trauma can be divorced. Trauma can be a car accident. Trauma can be a medical diagnosis. Trauma can be abuse. Trauma can be a whole lot of things. And so when we experience these things in our lives, it can put a lock on our destiny. It can shut us down. And unfortunately, people can sometimes get into the habit of finding coping mechanisms, finding things to mask the pain. And when you do that, instead of dealing with it healthily, then you can get in unhealthy cycles. You get into dysfunctional cycles and cycles, period, right? A cycle, unless you're in a cycling class, which you're doing to get healthy. And even that, I mean, those are really tough. I did one of those classes before, and it's hard. Those classes are really hard. Exercising, moving, going up and down all while cycling. But a cycle is a process of doing the same thing over and over and so that's what can happen and that's how people get into addictions right and so what made me kind of think about this is I knew someone who got um who was diagnosed with COVID right and so there was I kept trying to say you know you should try this you should try this you should try this and even when the COVID thing came up I'm a person who um doesn't really like going to the doctor all that much I prefer natural remedies things that don't have as many side effects and so when all the conversation began back in um february march of 2020 about covid i 
ramped up what I was already doing in terms of my immune system. So I already take elderberry every day. I take zinc. I take vitamin C. I try to eat a reasonably healthy diet of fruits and vegetables, and I try to get some exercise. And I also try to hydrate. Don't hydrate as much as I should, but those are general disciplines that I have built into my lifestyle. And so when all of the fear and everything happened with COVID and people started getting diagnosed with COVID, I ramped up what I was already doing. Like I increased the amount of vitamin C I take, I increased the amount of elderberry I take, just to try to give my body an opportunity to heal itself. I also go to the chiropractor once a week and get adjusted. All those things are things that I do to try to give my body a little extra help in being whole and being healed. And so I noticed that every time I would mention something, it's not just with COVID, but lots of things. When people come around, they may be coughing or they may have an ache or a pain and I'll mention something to them that I know works, a natural herb or natural remedy, people always look at me like crazy. They won't try it. But they'll go to their doctor and get medications and after medications after medications after get prescription after prescription and every prescription has a side effect of a prescription but they won't they won't even give the natural remedy a try that doesn't have a side effect and so it just made me start to think about are we are we addicts are we addicted to health to uh, doctors are we addicted to medicine are we addicted to a lot of different things you can be addicted to do you have a food addiction does food control you if you don't eat do you get crazy i used to be like that and i had to i had to go through several periods of fasting and forcing my body to come under subjection in order to stop because i used literally it was known amongst my family and friends if i had not eaten you didn't want to be around me because i would literally be hard to be around Food should not have that much control over you. So you can be a food addict. You could be a sex addict. You could be a porn addict. You could be an attention addict. Those people are people who are always seeking to get attention. Even if that means they have to do something negative, they just want attention. And like I said, some people I'm noticing are addicted to medications. You also could be addicted to worldly solutions. Maybe you're always looking for some solution outside of the Word of God to figure out how to do something or to get over something or to work something out when the Bible has a solution for everything you could ever face. And so I remember also when my mom was sick and she was had cancer that she her legs had started swelling. The doctors didn't really know why. They were like her ankles were huge. They were really swollen. So they had given her all of these diuretics. Lasix, I think was the name of it. They'd given her all these different diuretics and they weren't healthy. And so I talked to a friend of mine who um, was an herbalist and he told me to put some potatoes in a sock and leave the, put the sock on her feet overnight. A couple other things he told me to put in there. I think maybe like dandelion or something else. The dandelion leaf. And so I put these things in there and wouldn't you know the next day, the next morning, the sock was black the potatoes were black but all the swelling was gone all that medication that she'd taken prescription medication didn't work but some simple cut up potatoes with a couple other herbs and leaves in it made my mom's swelling disappear and so even her you know over time as I was trying to take care of her at home when she was under hospice and trying different things she was a little skeptical at times because she'd been on medication. But when she saw that they were working, she's like, wow, I guess that really does work. And so I just kind of wanted to talk about, talk about it from a medical standpoint because, 
you know, God has given us. He said every herb-bearing, um, herb-bearing tree for our healing, right? And that's in Genesis. He talks about how he's given us the herbs of the uh, ground for our healing and the fruits and herb-bearing seeds. And so those are things that he's given us so that we can be healthy and that we don't have to be um, feeling bad because all of this processed food, all the stuff we take in, it causes us, we, we, we turn into food addicts, but then in order to try to deal with all of the pain and inflammation and things that come in our body because of that, then we have to turn into medicinal addicts and we start getting out using all these medicines. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that and tell you, just remind you that we don't have to be addicted. We don't have to be in bondage to anything because Jesus has told us that we can come to him. He says in Matthew 11, Come unto me, all you that are heavy and laden and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now who doesn't want a lightened burden? Who doesn't want a yoke that's easy? So that means that we have to learn about Jesus, learn how he did things, and allow him to help us in our lives. And so I just want you to begin to make some trades, right? We know some of us are getting to the stock, buying stocks and making investments. I hope you're doing that and not just wasting and spending all your money. I hope that you are investing in things that are going to leave a legacy in the future. But today I'm talking about different kinds of trades. I'm talking about spiritual trades. So there's just five trades that I want you to think about making in your life on a daily basis so that you can begin to make a shift in your disposition, in your life, in your legacy, and even in your health so you don't have to be an addict to anything. The first one is trade your sorrow. Trade your sorrow for God's joy. Trade your shame for God's acceptance. Trade your brokenness for His healing. Trade your bitterness for his forgiveness. Trade your anxiety and your worry and your fear for his peace. Trade your sorrow for his joy. Trade your shame for his acceptance. Trade your fear and anxiety for his peace. Trade your bitterness for his forgiveness and change your brokenness for his healing. If you'll make those trades, then you don't won't have to be an addict. You won't have to be in bondage to anything. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that your word says that you've not made us slaves to fear. But you've given us the spirit of adoption. So may we walk in the spirit of adoption. May we live in the spirit of adoption. May we welcome the power and the anointing of your spirit that covers us. That reminds us that you are for us. Father, if there's anyone who is listening, we pray that you will release them from the bondage of whatever is seeking to hold them bound. That you will reveal yourself to them in a mighty and a powerful way. That they might receive the freedom and the healing that Jesus died to give them. We thank you that your word says that deliverance is the children's bread. And we receive that deliverance. We receive that wholeness in every aspect of our being. Father, I pray that they will be made whole and that they will prosper and be in health even as their soul prospers. We believe you to do it. 
It is so. It is well in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to the Beauty for Ashes podcast. Before you go, subscribe and leave a message with your pressing question or comment. Be sure to tell all your friends and tune in next week for another episode.